Okay, we're learning that Chol Chesem and Aleph. Says the Mishnah. Yehuda Oimer, Yehuda holds Shaykel Adam Basa Kineged Akli or Kineged Akutis. On Yamtiv, so there's halacha. You're not allowed to weigh meat. Why are you not allowed to weigh meat? It looks like a Maisachot in the week. You weigh it, you sell it, you divide it. So you're supposed to do it in a different ifens. So according to Yehuda, what you can do is you can put it on the scale and weigh basar kineged akli against the kli as opposed to putting the weighing the basar against the weight you'd put on the other side of the scale uh, a kli or kineged akupitz or kind of a knife right, he's referring to one of those old fashioned scales where you put a weight on one side and whatever you're trying to weigh on the other side so you can't weigh against the proper weight called a litra and rashi but you could weigh against a kli or a kupitz which is a knife you cannot even look at it you can't use it at all so what do they mean? Can't use it at all. My colleague, what does that mean? Can't use it at all. It means you can't even use your scale to put something there in it to protect it from mice. Sorry, just doing it uh, to protect it. Nothing to do with a mice fault. Nothing, anything. It's still awesome. That's when it's hanging from a, from a ring. In other words, how do you hang your scale? The, hail, the scale had a little hook on the top. And there was a ring coming down from the roof or from something, and you'd hang it from there, and then you'd weigh things. So when it's in that position, hanging from the ring, that's when you would uh, say that it looks like you're weighing things in its asr, even if your kavana is just to keep it away from the mice. Meaning he's a, he's a bucky. And a tabach is an omen, so they have different ways of weighing things without using a scale. And that's the way they do it during the week. They don't bother with a scale. So, for example, a tabuch uman aser lishko basar v'yad. He can't weigh basar with his hands. Rashi explains what that would mean is he put a weight in one hand, and in the other hand he held a piece of meat, and he could tell if the meat weighed the same as uh, as the weight in the other hand. So he's not allowed to do that. A regular person maybe could do that, but for a tabuch uman, that's the way he weighs. Remember, we don't know tabuch uman. I don't know if a regular person could do that, or a regular person wouldn't do it because he wouldn't be accurate. But anyway, it's also to weigh things like that. Remember, tabuch uman aser lishko basar He can't weigh basar using water. So what would they do? A tabach would fill up a kli with water, and he'd put in meat and see how much water the meat displaced. And he's able to tell how much, uh, what the weight of the meat was, how much volume there was in the meat. So you're not allowed to do that either. You're also not allowed to make a handle in the basar. In the olden days, when they would sell basar, they'd actually carve out a place in the meat to hold it, to grab onto it. And that was the way you'd sell it. So it's kind of like, so you're not allowed to do that. But if you do it with your hand, it's okay to rip out a little piece with your hand. Sort of an, Im, an, Im, an imperfect, imperfect uh, yeah, that's okay. You let him make a simon in basar. The Allah is you're not allowed to send basar with a guy because he might exchange it for a piece of, uh, of non kosher basar. So what you do is you make a simon. And if it's a simon, then we'll be able to tell if he changed it. So you're allowed to make a simon on basar and yamtiv. When he would send meat on Yamtiv Machatich Atlas Kainas, he would cut it in the three corners. So if you look at Rashi, they bring a picture of a, of a triangle. But so the meat that he was sending, he would cut it like a triangle, and then everyone knew that was his meat. So you're allowed to make that simon on Yamtiv. That's not considered derechal. Now Rabbi Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi son, Rabbi was the nephew of Rabbi. Um, so the two of them shoklin manakinagid manabiyamtiv. They would weigh a piece, a mana, a portion of meat against a portion of meat on Yamtiv. Meaning when they had meat and they wanted to divide it evenly, so they would put on the scale two pieces of meat, and they would see if it was more or less the same, not so they would divide it. So come on, like, who is that? 
according to that you're allowed to weigh meat against meat on the scale. It's like Rabbi Yehuda It's not like Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. Well, like Rabbanan, it's also not like the Rabbanan. Because if they were doing like Rabbi Yehuda, Amar, what did he say in the Mishnah? You can use a scale, but not to weigh against a weight. He said, You can weigh against a kli, or connected a kupitz. The Gemara assumes that those things are much more Mishnah, much more unusual than uh, meat against meat. Can I get a clear? It's mutter, can I get another clear? But can I get meat? Can I get something else? You can't weigh against something else. So, according to Yehuda, it would be also to weigh meat against meat. So you couldn't use the scale for that reason, according to Yehuda. So they couldn't be doing it like Yehuda. They say you can't use a kaf mazayim altogether. You can't use a scale even to just keep, put something there to keep it away from the mice. So, who were they relying on to uh, weigh the meat out on the scale. So the Gemara says, Inu David Kebishua, they were doing like Kebishua. The Tanya says in the Rise of Yeshua, Omer, you can weigh a portion of meat against another portion of meat to see if they're the same. Okay, because first Yeshua holds it, it's Mother. Omer of Yasef, Halacha Kebishua. So Yasef says, Halacha is like Kebishua, that you're allowed to weigh meat against meat. Why is Halacha Kebishua? Since it's a Mishnah, Mishnah is Bukhairis, a Stam Mishnah, like Kebishua. So if you ask, it's like it. What's the mission of Bukharis? It's not. It says in the mission of Bukharis. Psuya Mukadashin Hanasun So the mission is discussing the way you sell um Kajan to become possible. So there's a way, uh, there's an element of Kedusha even after they become possible and even after you're paid to them, there's a certain Kedusha there. So you shouldn't uh, deal with them like regular fool in the fire. So it talks about selling it in the market, maybe certain child in the market, uh, weighing it, you know, properly with the against the weight, maybe you shouldn't do that. So the Mishnah basically says that when you're selling regular psuliyah mukdashim, the Hanasan goes to Hakdash. The Hanasan goes to Hakdash. You're going to be hoded for whatever money you're paid, that money goes towards Hakdash. So it's in Hakdash's interest that you should get a better price for it. And in order to get a better price, you have to go to the market and you have to weigh against the proper weight. So Mamela, we could be makal on those things from psuliyah mukdashim. So mukdashim, the Hanasan goes to Hakdash. So Mamela, we could be makal um, as opposed to a Bukhar like we saw before, or a miser, where basically you don't even, you're not paid that. You wait till it gets in the moment and you eat it yourself, or the client eats it. So there, you can't go ahead and sell it um, and wait against the literature because no, hectic isn't going to be benefiting from that. That's one thing in the Mishnah. And the next thing is, and your Bukhar, you want to divide the Bukhar after the Bukhar gets a mum and the Kohen shafts it and he wants to eat it. He wants to divide it into equal parts. He can weigh it. It doesn't have such kedusha that he can't weigh it on the scale. He can weigh the mana against the mana. So the Gemara says, the same way the Mishnah says that you could weigh a portion against a portion, even though it has the kedusha of a bukhar. It came from a bukhar. He's not as a mum, but it still has a little bit of kedusha. So within on you could weigh a mana against the mana, and that would be the same sheet as a bishua. And he paskins, therefore, like a bishua. I said, what do you mean? What's the comparison? If it's umbalah, maybe it's not a good comparison. Ad kam likam when does Rabbi Yeshua say that I can weigh two portions against one against the other in Yamta Vacha? Here by Yamta Vadlaka Bizain Kachim. There's no Bizain Kachim. In Yamta, you're weighing regular meat. There's no Indian of Bizain Kachim. So he's happy to allow you to weigh a piece of meat against another piece of meat. Avahasam, but in the Mishnah Bukharat, take a Bizain Kachim there, it's a, it's a Bukhar. And it's an element of Bizain Kachim. Maybe low, maybe he wouldn't be Matir. Inami, also, you can say that around. Adkan, like Kam, Yaban, and Hasam. Yaban over there were Matir only. Why? What are you doing? You're weighing a piece of meat against another piece of meat. Why are you weighing it against a piece of meat? You want to sell it. 
that's not the way you sell. When you, weigh, when you sell, you weigh it against the weight. To allow somebody to weigh it against another piece of meat, to divide it, even if he wants to figure out exactly what size is it, it is to sell it. But he's not weighing it against a piece of uh, he's not weighing it against a weight, he's weighing it against a piece of meat. That's not, that's not the way you do it normally. So we could be makeup. What are you coming to do? You're coming to divide a piece of meat. How do you divide meat when you're splitting it up? Let's say people have, you know, equal chaylik in an animal. Two or three people, and they share an animal. So you want to divide it into three parts because they owe it equally. So what's the way to divide it? You put each chaylik on the scale and you weigh one against the other. That's that looks like that looks like you're doing it the way you do it during the week. The way you divide during the week. And therefore, maybe that would be asa. So he's finding that there's no raya from the Mishnah and Bukharas to Yamtiv. There's two different questions. Can you weigh a Bukhar against the Bukhar? That's a Shailah of Huzayn Kachim. And then there's a Shailah, can you weigh um, two portions, one against the other, on Yamtiv? That's a different question. Fine. So the Gornah says, before we go on, Lameimra, this whole story where Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi, they had their... Uh, Meat they wanted to divide, and they were going to put it on the scale to split it up evenly. Maybe that's to say, it's mashma. The kapti adari, they're makbid one and the other, right? In other words, they weren't mavat, they went to the other. They wanted to ensure that each one would have an equal chilek, and not one would have more than the other one. The makbid, that's not true. Well, I know, Shav there's this famous story with the seven fish. These seven fish, the Asalubi Rebbe, they came to Rebbe's home. And we said Rabbi Shimon was Rabbi San and Rabbi Chia was his nephew. He was also around the house. And they found five of them, Rabbi Chia. In other words, Rabbi Chia went into the kitchen that day and he saw seven fish. He took five of them. He didn't say, oh, there's only seven fish and he should have each taken three and a half. Why did he take five and leave me two? It wasn't Makbid. They were assumed that was like a binyanah. That was the way they always were knowing. They weren't Makbid one and the other. So what are they doing here weighing one piece of meat against the other to make sure it's exactly the same. If they're not makbid, and one would take five, and the other person would take two portions of fish. So the Gemara says, Amra, Papa, you're right. Shadi, Gavra, Bina. you got to throw a person in there. In other words, when we said it's Rabbi, sorry, it's Rabbi Chia, and Rabbi Shmuel, but Rabbi, it can't be. It's got to be somebody else. E Rabbi Chia, it's either Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Shmuel, or Rabbi Yaisi, or it's Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi, and Bar Kapara. If it's Rabbi Chia, it's Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi not Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi. And if it's Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi, it's Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi and Bar Kapara, not Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi and Rabbi Chia. All right, so that was the first Mishnah. We have another Mishnah. Eight mashchizin esasakin biyamtiv. You're not allowed to sharpen a knife in yamtiv. See in the Gemara, why? You're not allowed to sharpen a knife. You can cook food, right? You can shaft an animal, but you can't sharpen the knife to prepare it for shechita. Avu mashia agavi chaverta. But even though you can't sharpen it with a proper sharpener. Um, like a stone or something that used to sharpen a knife, you'd rub it against the stone, but you could rub one knife against another knife. So that's another way to sharpen. Maybe it's not the best way, but you could do that. So you, have to, you can't sharpen it the way you normally do it against the stone, but you could rub it, raise it up against another knife and sharpen it that way. When the Mishnah says you can't sharpen a knife, that's using a stone sharpener. Rub it against a stone that's meant for sharpening. Yeah, that's us. That's the derech b'chal. That's us or niyamtiv. Avav b'mashchazes shaleit was to use a wooden sharpener. Apparently, that was not the normal thing to use. It was an inferior method of sharpening. That's mutter. Okay, that's what Ravuna says. Ravuna says the Mishnah is not talking about a stone. Uh, uh, sorry, it's not talking about a wooden one. It's talking about a stone one. A stone. I wouldn't want to mutter. Amar Ravuna Meshumal. Ha the amrits and Ravuna Meshumal is talking about Ravuna. That which you just said that shall evan aser. 
Right, Rav Huna said that the Mishnah is only answering Evan, not Eitz. So that which you said that Evan is Aser, to sharpen it. That's only, it's only Aser to use a Mashchazis of Evan, or your Kavana is Lechadah, your Kavana is to sharpen it. Let's say you have a knife, and you want to remove the grease. There's grease on it. You want to remove the grease. So then it's Mutter. In other words, you can take your knife and conveniently rub off the grease on the stone sharpener, even though in the process it's going to become sharper. So in other words, it's only when you're doing a sharpening, a mice of sharpening the hadja. It's outright sharpening. That's when we're going to be machinary. Who's learning? Look who's learning. What is up? Right. So in other words, if your kavana is, if your mice is clearly a mice of sharpening it, that's when it's asr. But if your mice is a mice of just rubbing off the grease, even though it's going to get sharpened in the process, that's mutter. Now, he said that about the stone sharpener. Because he said they're only talking about a stone one. A wooden one is mutter. So if a stone one is only asr to sharpen it, but it's mutter to wipe off the grease, then a wooden one must be mutter. Even to sharpen it is mutter. Okay? So according to the first lashing of a big kula, that the Mishnah is talking about a stone sharpener, not a wooden one. And even that stone sharpener, it's only asked when your kavan is to sharpen it. But if your kavan is not to sharpen it, it's just to regular degrees, it's mutter. And a wooden one, apparently, is mutter even to sharpen it. Big kula. But some say that Rudam Mishmu was talking about the seifa, and it comes to the chumrah. He was talking about where he said that the Mishnah is only bishal avin, but bishal eight's mutter. So on that, which he said that if it's mutter to use wood, Amr Rudam Mishmu, chumrah. That which you say it's mutter to use a wooden sharpener, not always mutter. That's only when you're using, you're using it to wipe off the grease, and it's going to get sharpened in the process. So since it's not your kavana to sharpen it, and it's wood, it's not the normal grease, so it's mutter. But if your kavana is managed to sharpen it, that's also even in a wooden one. That's a chumrah. And not only that, it's mashma mechla, that sounds like Dibishal Evan, that if it will be a, wooden, a stone sharpener, even to wipe off the grease, will be asr. So the second lashon is a big chumrah. According to the second lashon, you can only use a wooden one when your kavanah is to wipe off the grease. You can't use it to sharpen it. And a, and a stone one, you cannot even use to wipe off the grease. Okay, so that's the first lashon of the Gemara. Now, there's another lashon of the Gemara where the whole memra of Yehuda Amr Shmuel is going on the Mishnah. Yehuda Amr Shmuel is not talking about Rafuna. He's talking about the mission. The mission says, You can't sharpen the sack and the So, what is the mission talking about when your kavana is to sharpen it? But if your kavana is, if your maisa is a maisa wiping off the grease, even though it's going to be sharpened in the process, mutter. That's mutter. Now, there you could be medayik if he's saying that the ratio of the Mishnah that says, that you can't sharpen it, no, your kavanah is to sharpen it, your mice is sharpening it, but if your mice is wiping off the grease, even though it gets sharpened, it's mutter michal when the Mishnah says in the Seifa, that you can, you can raise it against the chavr, you can sharpen it against the friend, that's mashma filo ami mutter, even if your kavanah is to sharpen it, it's going to be mutter. So that way is a big kula, that it's only asr when it's with a stone, uh, sharpening your, it's only asr when it's with the rashchaz, a sharpener, and your kavanah is to, and your kavana is to uh, sharpen it. But to remove the grease is mutter. And memela, if you're doing it with another knife, not against a stone, then it's mutter even to sharpen it. You could the seifa, but some say that Yudumash was talking about the seifa, and it comes to the chumrah. Because it says, in other words, on the seifa, it says, You can raise up the knife against the other one, you can rub it against another knife to sharpen it that way. Sounds like that's mutter. No, no, no. It's not mutter, to sharpen it. It's only mutter 
to rub one knife against another one to remove the grease. It might make it sharp in the process, but your kermai says to remove the grease. That's when it's mutavalochadada. But not much to sharpen it is asr. And if it's asr, to be mechaded it. It's only mutta to harish and anisa, then mechadana sounds like from there, to be much chesed, if your mom is using a proper sharpening thing, a full harish and anisa asr, even to remove the grease is going to be asr. So that's a good comment. Alright, so those are the two, the shyness, there's two shyness within each lasha. Now, man tana, the wants to conclude, who's the tana that holds this way, to be much chesed asr, that you can't use a sharpener to sharpen your knife. Okay, there might be a kula, but what's the isr that we're trying to avoid? Why can't I sharpen my knife? Haray, it's for shchita, and shchita is eichel nafesh, and it should be mutter. Our chizda is like a Yehuda, it's like a Yehuda. Yehuda would be mad for this. What's the Tana who is chalich and Yehuda? The Tanya, it says, Ein minyam to the Shabbos, elo eichel nafesh, bovat. The Mishnah says, in Megillah, the only difference between yamtiv and Shabbos, all the malachas that are also on Shabbos are also on yamtiv, except for things that are eichel nafesh. Eichel nafesh sounds like the food itself, the cooking, even what's called even the things that you need to prepare the food. So in order to do shchita, I need a knife. So according to Behuda, I can sharpen a knife for the shchita. I need a pot, I can prepare a pot in order to cook food in the pot. That's the Rita Shita. The Tana that says you can't sharpen a knife must hold like the Rabbanan that it's only Ochel Nafesh itself, it's Matroni Matri, the Ochel Nafesh itself, we're not Matri, the Machshiri Ochel Nafesh, not the things that allow you to, you, to do the Ochel Nafesh. Thank you.